As long as our voices could still be heard, there is hope. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. as long as we can still use these words, as long as we can still say the truth that more and more people are 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 experiencing and understanding, we we have hope. And I love that you brought that message to this show. This is about control. Everybody knows. Everyone complies. Where the kinds of pros? I don't need a plane. I just hit the road. I do what I want. I can sell my soul. Market about the crash. This is what you chose. Ruin in the country. I've been best to go. You gonna take the mark? I take never rolls. I'm a man of God. I can never Let's fold. Go. Here we go. Yay. Welcome to the Protect Your Purpose podcast, where we talk whiskey, business, friends, family, and freedom. I'm your host. Matt Marchese, and this is my co-host, Zach Grady. And today in the studio, we've got a new friend of the show, Shipwreck. Welcome to the show, young Hello. lady. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Came, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Came into the studio to chat it up with us. So before we get started, we're going to pour some whiskey. Zach, you rock and roll while I talk about gotcha. the show just for a second. Um, here on the show, we've got four formats where we... Whiskey business, friends, family, and freedom. You guess it or the name of them, uh, the name of the formats. Business is where we do a Q and A. It's where we talk about success and business and all of that jazz. Uh, friends is where we have guests on. This qualifies, yes. And then we've also got a guest host format, which is. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that's the friends, the guest hosts. This is where you come in. Oh, oh here you are. I can wave again. Yes, you can wave again. <laughs> then we do a family where uh, where my wife and I get on. We talk about marriage. Uh, sometimes Zach's wife comes on. Sometimes we have other people talk about marriage and family stuff. And then, uh, and then freedom. A lot of times we have guests, and when we do have guests, they're usually freedom fighters. And this is where you get to wave again. And we've got a freedom <laughs> fighter, yes. So our our guest host here today, uh, Shipwreck, <laughs> is a host of the Shipwreck Show, correct? correct? Mm -hmm. And a podcaster, yes. And I would like to refer to you as a patriot. Do you refer to yourself as a patriot? I do not. I don't really run with. And no, and tell me why. <laughs> Because I have seen the actions of some of the Patriots too. That God. I just don't want to fall into anybody's group. Like, 
You don't want any groups. Not really. I'm, my name is Shipwreck, and I run a podcast on YouTube. What do you consider? I mean, you're you talk politics. I do. You talk politics and and aliens, and you talk all sorts of cool shit uh-huh. uh, on all of the social medias: TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You talk politics. Mm-hmm. What do you consider yourself as far as a political party? Probably none. A, probably more of a centrist. I'm probably more center than I am anything else. I really? think that, yeah. I'm like, we were talking a little bit backstage today that uh, if you really get down to the bare bones of this, you got one party pretending to be enemies with the other party, but then as soon as the door shuts, they're friends and then they go to lunch together or they go to these big dinners together. And they hate Bud Light because Bud Light put a trans male, but then they served it at, you know, it's, I am of that understanding. I, I I voted the way that I voted in 2020 because I felt like that was what was best for my family and my country. And that was for Donald Trump um, come 2024. And we talked a little bit about RFK Jr. More to come on my decision on who I'm going to vote sure. for in that point. Uh, but for right now, I'm still mm-hmm. pulling for Trump. And that's probably uh, where we're going to go should Biden be picked as the nominee. Um, I try my best to stay as center as humanly possible because I know not all Democrats are are baby eating crazy liberals who want to change children's of course and i also know that not all republicans are kkk members and and want to beat you with an iron rod in the name of god there's this there's a bunch of us who are just like leave us fucking just leave us you call yourself the common sense party i would say i don't even (laughs) i don't know about yeah probably i'm just more like it can't be this i understand the extreme sides of things are just the loudest but come come on that's the problem though whatever you say you are you're automatically grouped into the extreme side so yeah well which led in this or led us into this conversation the the patriot title i think there are good people in probably all of these groups Mm -hmm. and i think there are also shitty people that fuck up the name for all of these groups uh Mm -hmm. i am of a similar belief and and I'm, i'm feeling that way too about this patriot movement uh, recently, I used to be an independent. I'm still actually a registered independent. Um, I'm I'm thinking about switching political parties. If I do, it would it would go towards the libertarian movement because I I, I'm sort of just an absolute freedom guy. And I had a, a friend one day tell me, "Well, I'm a kind of a conservative. I'm kind of this, kind of that." And she's she's big into the libertarian party, and I she was talking about my politics and where my position was. And basically I was like, "Mm, I don't do any of that shit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be grouped as a Republican. I don't want, she was like, Nope, I'm not. Or I said, no, I'm not getting involved in your libertarian party. And she was like, look, man, the libertarian party is built and comprised of people that don't want to be a fucking part of a party. Right. Like that's what it is. That's where you go when you don't want a party name and where you go when you don't want to be bundled into a group. It kind of brought me, to a different thought line on politics with that. But yeah, the Patriot movement, there's a lot of people fucking with that one, just like there are all the other movements, right? There is. So we, we were talking backstage too. We talked about Trap. So the lead singer Trap came at me, came at me pretty hard. And a lot of the people mm. on TikTok back then really considered him a Patriot, right? He was the one that was speaking out against the liberal agenda and he hated the liberals. <laughs> and when I, so I made my video and I'm like, yeah, he might hate the liberals, but listen, he tweeted out, you know, his support for a 15 year old man being, uh, you know, sexually assaulted by his teacher and how he thought that was perfectly okay. Cause it was a boy. And I, I read all the tweets and read the article and shut it down. And he came in and like I said, he had made his response, but it came out. He docks me just, you know, went on this whole rampage. Not only me at this point, but then a bunch of other people jumped on 
But a bunch of his supporters came over, and this is what they were screaming at me. Why are you calling him out? He's a patriot. And I'm like, I'm calling him out because he said it, because we don't, this isn't okay. I think we we tend to, when we really start to align with one party over the other, we we can't overlook the discrepancies of somebody just because they're one of us, right? We can't, Amen. we can't, we mm. talked a little bit about Crowder, right? And he's hot topic right now. So Steven Crowder came out, said some pretty awful things to his wife when she was pregnant. And it's, it's leaked out and he turns out he's, it, it looks like a giant, huge douche canoe. And <laughs> people are like, but he's a patriot. I don't care if he's a patriot. You don't, you don't talk to your wife. That. I don't care how patriotic you are. You don't talk yeah, sure. to your wife that way. And I think that is the mob mentality. Like we have to stay away from. And I feel that way about politics. I feel that way about religion. I feel that way about a whole bunch of things. Like you got your extremists on both sides. Sure. We need to bring more people to the center and, Maybe the extremists will just eat each other if we just leave it alone. Yeah, but. I agree with that. If we meet in the center, <clears throat> and I'm not talking about compromise over, over any of this either. Mm-hmm. Like, don't meeting in the center doesn't mean I just say it's okay that you can groom our children, and you just say okay, well, a certain extent of grooming is okay. I, I don't think that's meeting in the center. No. I think meeting in the center at truth, and meeting in the center at, you know absolute freedom right i mean you're you're free to do whatever you want right and i'm also free to do whatever i want and believe and say whatever i want i mean for shit we just had a conversation yesterday about free speech mm-hmm. and and we talked backstage on not or, or why we started this show and part of that was i just wanted to be able to say outlandish shit and outrageous shit mm-hmm. when i want to sometimes i want to make a point sometimes it's not the best way sometimes it isn't the most well received but sometimes i just want to say what the fuck i want to say mm-hmm. and if you don't like it then you can just turn it off right it's no problem right you know i, I feel the same way but when we talk about like the patreon like when the trap stuff happened that was their big push was to take my account down because of what i said so you're going to take away my freedom of speech of course simply because i didn't like or you didn't like what i had to say yeah. freedom of speech is is amazing i will defend anybody's right to say it. i absolutely will i don't care what you say Doesn't i don't matter. care i will defend your right to say it yeah but it triggers the, some of these people who are out here and they scream for free speech but if and I'm, this is but if a pedophile comes out and starts talking about, you know, how we need to normalize pedophilia and how we need to make it, you know, less stigmatized, all of a sudden they want to take away their free speech. I'm not saying it's right at all. Like at all. That's Put right. the guy in jail. Like that's how I feel. That's my line in the sand. But that's still free speech. And you, if you're gonna be a, a solid advocate for free speech, you gotta take all free speech, regardless how you feel about it. That's right. And that's where I think people a lot of people get hung up on the idea of freedom and free speech that's right and 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 there's a fine line in a lot of these there's there's a there's a gray area Mm -hmm. and in that gray area i mean but you also got to be able to understand that if you're if you are a free speech advocate and you want to say whatever you want to say Mm -hmm. you have to deal with the backlash of people that disagree with you correct but these people don't want to do that they want to be able to say what they want to say and you shut the fuck up. Yeah. Silence. Just like Dylan. <laughs> so we got Dylan Mulvaney who came out and he was the summer sponsor for Bud Light, right? Huge uproar with Dylan Mulvaney. Of course. Tired almost of talking about him, but came out and Bud Light took a hit and they took a massive hit because mm-hmm. of this. People were pissed off. Bud Light is the blue collar beer and you're going to put a trans person who is, is putting on a woman costume and prancing around and, and trying to glorify being a girl. You say woman, the, but I think it's, I think it's a girl. Teen. Well, I think it's a teen girl. Yeah. And um, but at the, I don't remember what I was talking about now. So I think you no, were going to say how lost. Dylan Mulvaney says, uh, they want to outlaw Dylan Mulvaney oh. said they want to, 
Yeah, he well, he comes out and he's like, and then he said that, but he comes out, so he's doing this, and then he comes and makes this other video yesterday. He finally made a video. He's like, everybody's just so mean to me, and they're all being so mean, and they're saying all these terrible things, and it's like, well, you can't. I mean, come freedom of speech and and you know the freedom to be out here and do what you're gonna do. You're gonna get the bag. You have to be able to handle that. We That's all right. have to handle it. Freedom of speech does not come without repercussions. That's right. We say it all the time. I I have something that I say about this. It, it is that freedom is not free. Most of the time when people hear that, they automatically in their brain, uh, we're we're all three of us served in the military, still serving, just got out, served for a long time. My wife is all, also in the army. We've seen internally when people say freedom is not free, what they automatically default to in their brain is some soldiers over there dying in a war for our freedom. The reality of it is no, if you have a freedom, it comes at a cost. All freedoms come at a cost. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the free speech means I might hurt somebody's fucking feelings. And guess what? When I hurt somebody's feelings, they might try and hurt my feelings. And just like they have to be tough enough and thick enough, that's a them problem. And when you come after me, well, come after me. I don't really give yeah. a fuck because it, it. That's a you I, problem. Yeah. Too. That's also a you problem. <laughs> that's right. how I feel about it. I quickly point. turned that into a you problem as well. I don't right. give a shit if you come after me. It's kind of actually funny. Plus, in, in our world, it, it drives the algorithm. So, right. Yeah. Please do that. Yeah. Um, but, come at me, dog. Yeah. Come at me, dog. I love it. But yeah, it's it's the cost. It's the cost. It, I understand. And guess what the other cost is? The other cost is we lose free speech and then we lose our freedom of thought and then we lose our true freedoms. We no longer are free. Mm -hmm. So you got to take the good with the bad. And, and sorry, Dylan Mulvaney, if you're upset, you put yourself in that position. He you did. Know? And I mean, yeah. The Dylan. Well, yeah, 100% Dylan's trying to be a trans influencer as well. Like if, if Dylan was just a, you know, normal uh, at home, uh, you know, trans woman and not a social, like when you're on social media, like, like you guys, you know, mm -hmm. you probably get crapped on social media. Mm -hmm. Matt gets crapped on. Zach gets crapped on because of his butt chin. I mean, it just, it it's happens. That has never happened. Why yeah, are but you is, doing that to me? Like a lot of people are starting to call him out now because it's been a year now, a little over a year that he's supposed to have been transitioning, taking hormones and actually physically transitioning. <laughs> so now all the trans people are pissed at him. <laughs> well, and then a bunch, everybody's pissed at him. a bunch of people then went back into his history and found out he's just an actor. He's a gay actor. Oh, really? Looking for well, they work. all are actors. So now the theory is, is maybe he just hired. Who's the, who's the creepy one with the five o'clock? Oh my god! That tries to drive. Kids Dude, they his call Patreon him page. Buffalo Bill. Oh yes. Oh, who's Buffalo? I don't catch you. Have to You've see probably seen name? him. You've probably seen him. I don't know his name, uh, but do you know? Who, do you know who Buffalo Bill? Like this? Like yeah. who Buffalo look, Bill is? Look it up for us. He tries to drive kids to his Patreon page, so their parents. And we took that son of a bitch on too. So their parents can't. <laughs> I, he's always got a five o'clock shadow though like and and lipstick it's like dude if you want to be a woman cool but be a woman jeffrey marsh yeah there this you go this guy right here oh yeah i've seen this yeah guy. you've seen him yeah, yeah. i've seen this guy yeah uh, all right so he still goes by jeffrey though <laughs> yeah i don't know let's reel this thing in i gotta know more <laughs> about this trapped situation what was the video can you talk about it yeah, well, I don't know he talked about it he issued me a verbal <laughs> cease and desist and then he continued to talk about it for a month um, I admit, so if you, yeah. if you Google guy from trapped and tweets, Please. you'll pull up hundreds of articles. Apparently at some point he got kicked off Twitter for it, but he went on Twitter and was claiming that like men can't be raped and just all of this, just ridiculous stuff. And I really didn't, I didn't know anything about it. I happened to fall into the article one day and I'm like, oh That's man, what a clown. Right. <laughs> so I made, I made a TikTok about it. 
and the TikTok did all right. I think it blew up 20 some thousand views from it, right? I don't remember how much, how even fast it went. And then he got a hold of it and he made a video in the middle of the night and he's like, hey, my real name. And he goes on and on. I wish I saw the video. I don't anymore. Cats probably got it. But he goes on and on and on about how I'm just, I'm, I'm a conservative and sheep's closing a paid opposition. I'm being paid by TikTok, just like this, this <laughs> manic rant and that I'm a Democrat. And obviously he's not watching any of my content. And I responded to him and I'm like, dude, you made the tweets. I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is my content. What is your problem? And on and on and on. And he's like, you can consider this your verbal ceases. Now I've got a person that she's not my lawyer, but she is a lawyer. And I go to her and I said, do I need to, she's like, you probably should just let this one go. And I was like, all right. Mm. So we ended up letting it go, but he just kept going. And then it became uh, not only about the video and his tweets, but then it became shipwreck works for TikTok. TikTok's paying her to mass report my account and TikTok's paying for her views and TikTok. I mean, just unhinged stuff. And eventually I just stopped going to his page because um, people were catching on. Dude's not okay in the head. Like something isn't right. He's still doing it to this day. Not necessarily about me, but he's about, he's on with some other creators now that they're getting paid by TikTok to attack him because of his stance on the Ukraine war. I don't even know what his stance on the Ukraine war is. Um, and that was pretty much the end of, of the trap stuff. I can hold a grudge. Like I said, my outro at the end of my shows is my friend Hippie singing the Headstrong song. <laughs> I'll hold, and it will be that probably forever for the remainder of the show. I'll hold a grudge. Uh, but, and we were talking backstage too, like I don't do a lot of meet and greet, so I don't do a lot of this a lot of the sure. time. Um, I usually mm -hmm. do this online, but I do that because I think people, they like the Patriots, right? They, they made him this he's a patriot and he's a freedom fighter. And I'm like, well, if that's what that, I don't want to be a part of that. And they that give everyone a pass. That guy's a douchebag. Like, I don't want to be a part of somebody who thinks like that, who thinks that my boys can't be sexually assaulted by a female. Like, is it true? I don't think, no, it's not true. They absolutely can. There's absolutely grooming. There's absolutely, but I don't want to be a part of that movement. I don't care if it, but his people, they came, they took my account down, my big account, my hundred and some odd thousand followers account. They came to my YouTube and took my YouTube down for two weeks um they came they tried to come at me on twitter but it's pretty hard to get banned on twitter right now they they came in really hard and said some really awful things and made some really terrible videos and made up some really terrible lies about me now these were his followers a lot of them at the time had also been mutuals of mine um because obviously we all follow the same content right yep. i didn't follow him but they did and they i so when it comes to like the patriot movement or the you know i'm just no leave i'm a conspiracy theorist and people, they're like, well, well you're a conspiracy theorist. And it's not because I talk about aliens. The reason I got the conspiracy theorist labels is because I refuse to wear a mask during COVID. I would not. I'm not going to wear one. I think mm -hmm. they're stupid. And people are like, well, you're, I'm like, well, you can, you know, smoke through them. The smoke will come out. You can tell me that COVID. And stupid. people would call me a conspiracy theorist yeah. because I wouldn't wear masks. I thought it was just ridiculous because my mind, conspiracy theorists were the JFK stuff. And, um, so I owned it and then I kind of dove into the JFK stuff and those I started reading. Those are just theories. Yeah. yeah. They're just, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're true now. Of course. But they're out in the open. All the shit that everything. was conspiracy theory, all the shit that at one point was considered a radical conspiracy theory yeah. is now openly fucking admitted by the government, by our people. Yes, it happened. And now, Shit, we were talking earlier about the the an alien mothership. Yeah, we're so fucking numb that the <laughs> no. the U.S. government can come out and say we actually did kill JFK, and nobody bats an eye. Right, 
it's so normalized. And I mean, it's it's a part of the propaganda. It's part of the whole system is to fucking numb us and numb us and numb us and numb us to when the truth comes out, we breeze over it like it was nothing. Mm -hmm. It's gone. Just a thing of the past. In and out makes headline news, maybe Mm -hmm. or doesn't gets covered up by some other distraction Mm -hmm. and then poof. It's gone. And we're so short-sighted and short-memoried as Americans and as as humans now and so numb to this shit. It just goes gone. Bye-bye. Well, we said, so we streamed the child trafficking hearing of the 85,000 missing kids at the border. We streamed that last week. That actually had gone mm-hmm. to Congress. And we streamed it, and I'm watching with Congress, right? They're doing their thing, and they're getting their sound bites in. And where are these 85,000 kids? And why does, you know, why does the administration not know where they are and where they sold into trafficking? Half of them were sold into trafficking. Why is nobody being, you know, responded to this? And we're all just kind of sitting watching and Eric Swalwell, do you know who that yeah. is? So slept with the Chinese spy. Yeah, the spy guy. Woohoo! Yeah. They call, one of the senators called her yum yum during the hearing, but it was so <laughs> great. It was so great. We're all, I'm like, what? But Eric Swalwell, instead of taking the time to talk about the trafficking, which we all know is happening at the border, these are mm. little kids, right. six, seven years old. There's great. I mean, it is really awful what's going on at the border. Instead of talking about that, this guy comes out and starts grilling the whistleblower about her participation in January 6th. She didn't even, she, she went to January 6th, she went to the rally, she was down on the street. She didn't go to the Congress, she didn't go to the building, she didn't do any of that. But she was photographed down on the street, and he spent his entire time trying to grill her about her participation in January 6th. It wasn't relevant to the hearing, it wasn't relevant to the topic, it wasn't relevant to anything. Of course, never is. And that was so disheartening, because we were talking about little baby children that are missing, that are being sold off into slavery. Like slavery, literally the one thing the Democrats are all like, slavery, okay, this is happening, and nobody's, they're all like, yeah, but J6. It's like, are you kidding me right now? Like, But you're right, we're so desensitized to it that even when when things are put right in front of you in black and white with video and audio, and I could break down all of the facts, and I could show you examples, I could get you witness, it don't matter. doesn't matter. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're crazy. Fuck you, then I'm fine. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Give me my hat, my tinfoil hat. Okay, give me my cookies, and I'm just going to own it. I love it. We're going to get tinfoil hats for everybody. Ian. Protect your purpose, tinfoil hats. Mm -hmm. Matt, get on it. I think a fantastic one. I don't need to wear it. I'll get you one. You need one too. I don't. I'm make him look like a Viking. All one. you hear is my voice. You can't I know, see but mine. I'd like for to look over at you and you being wear, wearing a fucking tinfoil hat, a Viking hat. Mm-hmm. We need tinfoil <laughs> Viking hats. I'll, I'll give you extra, extra hats. Money. Oh, to, oh. To buy. I'll make one. No, I want you to. No, it's too late. I want you to find <laughs> some real fucking. When we have guests on this show, it's an option. You can wear a Viking tinfoil conspiracy theorist hat. Anyhow, yeah, being a conspiracy theorist, you know, I, I use the term Democrat as an insult to people. Um, <laughs> I I love it. And I call people who are obviously not Democrats, Democrats, and they get mad. Mm-hmm. And I call people who obviously are Democrats and then they get mad. I'm like, Democrat is just a fucking insult. Right. And whereas conspiracy theorist uh, used to be an info- insult. And now uh, those of us who subscribe to that shit, we're like, yeah, give me my fucking hat. Mm-hmm. Give me a, you have a badge. Do we need, do we have a uniform for this group? Cause mm-hmm. I'm in conspiracy theorists seem to be the ones that are truth tellers. We're trying. I mean, and I think a lot of people that were trying and yeah. this came out with the jab that when they started talking about the COVID stuff, then they started talking about the jab, right? The axine, they, 
And mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, at three, four, five months, you're going to start seeing mandates. Get ready now. Here we go. Get ready to pull your kids out. Get ready to homeschool them. We, we had already made the decision to pull ours for the year. Get ready because this is yep. coming. This is, And we kept saying it. I kept saying it. I'm like, this is coming. And my videos would go down. And I would point out examples. And I would say, okay, see, this is the plan. And here's Agenda 2030. And here's this. And we went there. And, and then it happens. And people are like, what the fuck? And it's like, bet. You know what? Just stay home. I don't, I don't Listen, want to tell you this. That brings me to a, a topic that I wanted to talk about. I meant mm-hmm. to, I meant to enter with this, but we had some technical difficulties. So I kind of got thrown off from the technology, but um, uh-huh. not you, the technology. I understand it's not you. Don't be so I'm sensitive. sensitive. I'm, He's so sensitive. Don't be Dude, so sensitive. You brought it up. And I don't have a, I don't have a tinfoil hat to block. You should have saw him go over to click the mic. Stop acting he like such so a Democrat. Pissed. Okay. Stop being such a victim, Ian. But, but Stop it. Um, I wanted to lead in with this back to back to the truth here or the beginning of the show. I want to go uh, talk about how you got started. Um, you got started in this kind of pre-COVID or post-COVID right at the start of this COVID bullshit. Right at the start of COVID. So tell us the story. How did that enter? How'd that happen? Yeah. So I was making mom content and I was running a little in-home bakery at the time. Um, I stay home with my kids. My husband works full time. That just worked better for us. Sure. And I was baking all these cakes and then COVID hit the kids out of school. We made the cool window rainbows where, you know, they had whatever. And, but it was the masks. Like I was so pissed off about the stupid mask and they were going to make these kids wear a mask. I'm like, I'm not making my kids wear masks. I had made a TikTok, but I'd found TikTok. I wasn't making a lot of TikToks at the time. Um, Just a couple here and there, but I had made one about the mask sitting in the parking lot of fairway. And I'm like, this is just something like this is stupid. Like, you know, I don't understand why this is happening. And it blew up and I had found my people. And I didn't know that anybody out there felt like a dick. Cause like at the time we were living in, in a smaller, small our cow town and that cow town just jumped the fuck on board with all of the COVID mandates, right? Fairway had the up and down aisles and you had to go at certain times. And the city had implemented a mask mandate, even if the, the state did not. Um, and all of my friends who I thought were, you know, normal, uh, all of a sudden we're not, we're, we're masked up walking their yeah. kids down the street. We're, we're, making their kids wear masks as they were wrestling at these wrestling meets, which I think is just ridiculous. And Let's get sweaty and touch each other. Well, it's spit disgusting. in each other's faces. <laughs> like, I get it. My kid, I know my youngest used to wrestle. So I, what? And I'm like, this is so insane. Why are you allowing this to happen? And they're like, we just don't want to rock the ball. Bitch, I'm going to tip this over. Yeah. And I made this TikTok. The TikTok blew up. And then it. Be, I, I was. Then I got very combative with it. And so I was responding to comments is what it was. So people would be like, you're, they would call me um, a conspiracy theory. That was yeah. one of them. Also call me Typhoid Mary. And I was called that an awful lot. So I almost named that the show. But I was called Typhoid Mary a lot. And people were just coming. And then I had TikTok doctors with huge accounts, millions of followers coming at me about these videos that I was making in regards to the masks and the COVID stuff. Like, help me understand how any of this makes any sense yeah. because it just doesn't. And they're like, well, asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They told you you were sick, but you, you weren't yeah. sick. You weren't. <laughs> so, I'm, I, I mean, that they, they, they said you couldn't eat inside, so they took the inside outside. And then you could eat inside as long as the inside was in the outside. <laughs> like, that didn't make any sense. You, you, they shut down gyms. And they shut down mom and pop cafes and coffee shops, but they left open liquor stores and they left open Walmart and Target. Walmart, Walmart, where I walked in, I saw Jim Bob Barley sneeze in his freaking hand and then rub it all over strawberries while he was picking out the shitty ones. Like, you want me to wear a mask? I didn't understand. And I couldn't, but I was so 
shocked at how many people just bought in, bought in Mm -hmm. the fear in these, like I would walk down the street and the fear first, like the fear in these people's eyes was insane. But then second was anger because I wasn't going to wear a mask. I wouldn't. And I was probably one of the very only people around at the time. It was probably that first two weeks that were, I wouldn't wear them. I didn't wear one anywhere. I didn't wear it to the park. And if the store made me wear a mask target, she yelled at me, the lady at the door, she yelled at me and we left. I'm like, and I've not been back to target since about the masks, the fear and the anger in people's faces. And then a friend of mine who kind of felt the same way I did, but she was kind of like what we talked about, right? She wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. She pulled mm-hmm. she's like, Hey, you got to watch this, this series or this thing, this YouTube video. And I didn't really, I, I didn't, I wasn't really into politics. I hadn't really, I would, I was one of the people that would have like CNN or Fox news just playing in the background while I was doing laundry. I never really listened to it, uh, but she'd send me this video. The video was called fall of the cabal. And it was, mm, I've seen it. have mm-hmm. you seen it? And yep. then out of the shadows. And then there was another one that I'm not going to my people when they're listening, they're going to know that I don't talk about, but out of the shadows and follow the cabal. And I was like, wow, that's some interesting shit. And I hit her up and I say that she's like, yeah, this is, this is what's happening. And so I'm folding laundry like a couple days after, and, and I'm listening to CNN and they're talking about um, something that Trump had did at one of his rallies, some stupid thing. But I had remembered watching the rally that couple days before. And I'm like, that's, and you know, you know what it was when they were saying he was making fun of the guy. Do you remember the handicapped guy? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, were yeah. like, he's making fun of it. And I'm yeah, like, hey, yeah. that's not what happened. Like, I watched this live on yeah. C-SPAN or I listened to it live. So I had to go back. And I'm like, was he making fun of them? I'm like, no, he wasn't. But yeah, they take those But they clips. took it and they still run with it to this day. And that was like, a, that was this moment. Like, I made another ticket. I'm like, how long have they been doing this? And they're like, 50, 60, 70 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> 70 years? Yeah. The news has been like this. And and then we got into Hollywood and the the Ooh. um Ooh. that's a dark it's a dark, dark place. rabbit Ooh. hole. The Macaulay Culkin we talked about. And then right that was a good time to go down it, I guess, because right at the same time was when Harvey Weinstein was getting arrested too. Mm-hmm. So all of that, Jeffrey Epstein, all of that was kind of falling apart. And so we were talking and just kind of naturally started talking. What I found was like Instagram, TikTok, they would take my stuff down constantly because they didn't want you talking about this kind of stuff. Right. And it started basically with all of that. I was on TikTok and I was on Instagram and I had gotten kicked off of TikTok a whole bunch of times. Like, and like, I'm on account 32 now. Um, I think at account like 32 uh, yeah, accounts 32 on TikTok. 32 accounts on fucking TikTok. I, <laughs> they're just candy anymore. They say 32 is the charm. So no, like I got one <clears throat> guy named Kramer. Kramer says I've had him on my show. Uh, he's fantastic, but he's got to be up to 90 by now. They just take him down. Boom, boom, boom. But drop a TikTok account. Yep. He'll drop a couple videos and down his account. And it isn't necessarily TikTok. This is like bots and like mass reporting. And so you'll get thrown into like a bot farm. Yep. And then they will just keep reporting. And you can always tell too, because my shit is flickering. My videos won't go anywhere. And if sometimes if I let it rest for a couple days, it'll go back. But it's, it's while I was losing all of these accounts. I got to stop you here. I don't think the majority. So just so you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and you've, you've listened to some of the shows, but um, we, we try and add as much value as we can. I think this is a great opportunity. Number one, you've been at this uh, uh, quite a few years now. You're, you're learning and you've perfected some of the things. And, and I, I imagine you're a student of this uh, yeah. as we all are and learning new every day, but something super important for people to understand that don't believe 
that there is active right now, active, massive campaigns mm-hmm. to take away our freedom of speech, mm-hmm. our right to fucking say what we want to say and to be heard by the people that can hear us. Mm-hmm. And you just described it. I mean, there is an attack. We didn't look, I mean, we knew it existed. We didn't understand it till uh, we got into this business where mm-hmm. we go, oh shit, when we post this, it gets suppressed and we can see it, but I could post a video of, with no audio, no, just a, a video of my feet in socks sitting there doing nothing. True story, by the way. And, and if we, we could post it at the same time, same day, the very next week, a video, which is like well-edited, well-produced content that we distributed out that gets, you know, 60 views. Mm-hmm. And then I can post same content, same day, same everything, with just a picture of my or video of my feet with no audio the very next day, and it gets fucking thousands. Mm-hmm. It is people don't understand the level of suppression. Like there is an active campaign that we are up against to just exercise our rights. This is the war. You talked about this earlier. Is this is you talked about yep. earlier about people going to war and people, that's right. you know, that's what people think about. This is and this is something I've been trying to drill in my people's heads too. Like everybody's ready for a 1776 type of deal. They want a revolution. They wrong, want to take through the streets. And I'm like, you guys, this is it. Like you are looking at it. This is your freedom of speech, your your freedom to choose medically. Like when we right. talk about the the vaccine vay mandates, right? They didn't kick your door in and force you to take them, but they made your life really freaking hard if you that's didn't. Right. And this is the war. This is it. This is we this. are currently yep. experiencing it. It's, Correct. Yeah. It doesn't it's have to be guns and ammo. Did I just right? understand you right? Did you say Axine Man Vandates? I don't know why Bay. you said Axine Bay. Axine Bay. You don't know. No, I, I, I get it. I, I get it now. Yeah. I, I've never heard that. You don't know. It's the first time I heard that. I'm like, we should always do that now. Yeah. Pig Latin's gotten us through a lot of stuff. Yeah. I wonder how long before they're. Uh, they banned the for yeah. Latin axine vague. Yeah. yeah, axine. I mean, they jab is pretty jab was pretty commonly used. That's one that they'll take down now. Oh, yeah, it was jab for sure. They're mm-hmm. trying to keep up with the words. But again, I don't care what side of fucking any of this you're on. Like you want to get your vaccine, do whatever the fuck you want. Go ahead and get it. It's as for now, we're still free to to make the choice. Kind of. I mean, we only have to worry about. I mean, my wife and I faced it. I mean, persecution at the highest levels and the most complex 4D type persecution yeah. in, in the military. Zach and I mean, we've we've all faced it at uh, at, at very high levels. But I don't care what side of this you're on. If you're a fucking American, matter of fact, if you're a human in this world at all that still enjoys any bit of freedom or enjoyment in your life, you have to understand that. It is the U.S. Constitution that is granting us all that power. Mm -hmm. And if that is taken down, we are all fucked. And that is what we are losing. Like, this is an active war on our constitutionally protected rights. And it's happening. You just described it perfectly. And people, I don't care what side you're on. Is that okay? It's not okay. And if you if you don't think that's a violation of free speech, that's the problem. Then you're fucking brainwashed. Right. Right. But even the ones, and we've talked about this on previous shows, I mean, even the ones that understand it, even the ones that are like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. But they just roll with it anyway. They just roll with they it. Just, and that's that's the biggest thing, and that's what we try to do on people. Fuck. Like, there needs to be more of us. Like, did you, right. this isn't. This isn't you taking to the streets with your guns. I hear that so much. They're like, let's, like, you're not going anywhere. What you need to do is you need to go up target to the door to the guy who's checking your mask and tell him you're not going to wear a mask. Because if enough people do that, 
they can't stop you. Bingo. They can't stop you now anyway. It's a mandate, not a law. They can't arrest you for not wearing a mask. They can't arrest you for trespassing. They can only do that if you refuse to leave after they've asked you. We have tried, but people are so afraid of confrontation. Yep. And I think that this is where social media and TikTok uh, really helped a lot of people get over that fear of being, you know, like I have, I have been called some of the worst sure. things imaginable, right? Like there is nothing I won't say now at this point, like, fuck you. you, like I yep. got, you, I got nothing left. Um, but I think a lot of people are in that position too. So just like they came in, they won't drop the COVID. They just said it. So if you live outside of the United States and you are trying to come in to visit, you, yeah, have, you, you still have to, have to be have jabbed. A, they're yep. still saying this. Correct. And if that's because not enough people are pushing back on it, people will just, yeah, that's I don't right. like it. I would, yeah, <laughs> you don't like it, but you're going to let them do it. Like I, we just showed you the died suddenly stuff. Like I, we just showed you this could kill you long before COVID ever could. And like, if, if nothing else, like, it doesn't matter. It's the same exact concept. It doesn't matter if you agree or disagree. We have to preserve the fucking choice. Right. Like, you want to wear a mask? Wear a fucking mask. Don't care. Doesn't fucking affect me. You mosey your ass on around Costco. Do whatever you want with your mask. Alone in your car. Al alone in your car. <laughs> while you're, like, none alone, of it matters to alone me. Alone walking the dog Stop. outside. And, and I truly believe that some of these people... At this point, like I, I look back and go, I cannot believe. And truth be told, I gave them two weeks to flatten the curve. You held, I feel. I gave them two days. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? You we got to wash our groceries in the garage? Are you fucking dumb? This is fucking <laughs> That's not going to happen. Like, listen, absolutely not. I, I feel like I was made a fool and a mockery of i feel like i was duped and i gave him two weeks it wasn't like a full two weeks we were kind of like we had our own little crew that we were mm -hmm. like whatever bro come on over but um i even pretended for two fucking weeks i feel like a fool can you imagine the people that three years deep into this are just now coming to the realization yeah that they've been made a it's hard for me to admit that i gave them the amount of days that i did it's difficult for me to admit that imagine if you had been duped for three straight fucking years on this, and now you have to come out and, and admit that. Like, imagine how hard that get, is. Get over yourself and just do it. Like, just do we, it. We need more people. I don't care what you did then. It doesn't matter. We need matter. more people right now because this is not going to be the last. Like, this is right. probably going to be the last pandemic, but there's there's all these talks about Agenda 2030 coming up, and this is going to be a whole new thing now. And we need people. Like, we need you to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And this That's is why right. when I started the show – this was a lot of what we talked about. We talked a lot about healing, right? I, I lost my old man. I hadn't dealt with the grief. I was projecting it onto other people and I was making, I was just, I was a dick on yeah, TikTok. Sure. I was a jerk to people. And um, I could only view the world through my anger and my trauma. That Some of it came from that. Some of it came from a lot of other stuff. So we went through and I, I was going through this process of healing a lot of that, like doing a lot of counseling and doing some therapy stuff. And as I started to kind of heal a lot of that and deal with a lot of that, mm -hmm. I started to see things for what they were and not for what I was projecting them to be. Sure. And I started to realize that a lot of these people that are wearing masks in the car or that are getting so overly just obnoxiously upset over pronouns, right? This is not, this isn't about your pronoun. This isn't about me respecting nope. you as a human being. This is, you got some shit going on and you're using this as an outlet to project that shit. that's right and so we tried it you know and we went through this whole thing and then we really started to get into the politics because that was fun that's fun for me to talk but it's fun for me to learn about i love learning about congress failed these classes in 
just miserably. Yeah, I wish I would have paid more attention. (laughs) Me too. Mr. Salker rolling in his grave. Like, she's doing what? Like, man. Yeah. But I love it. It's so much fun. She's doing what? She got an F in my class. (laughs) (laughs) Barely. Yes. She, um, but I, I love it. I love talking about it. I love learning about it. I loved learning how the house chose a new speaker. That was a whole thing for a few days. Like we were live streaming the yeah, speaker. Was it though? Well, I don't. I, we learned about it. I don't like the guy, but he's like his name is Ukraine. Like, do you see that? Who's oh. moved? Kevin McCarthy come walking into the Senate. Hello, Ukraine. He's like, Vada Ukraine. Like my my eggs are at seven dollars a carton. Right. What, what are you talking Vava about? Ukraine. Why they're taping people to flagpole or uh, fucking light poles and shit? Matt, I don't. Yeah, Look, I don't think Ukraine's real. Yeah. Yep. No. None of it is. One, that's one, another one. reason I'm a conspiracy theorist because they're like, no. yes, it is. And I'm like, no, because they're using propaganda. If it's real, then why do they need propaganda? They don't need propaganda if it's real. It. it sells itself. No. It's real. It's money laundering. If, FTX. Of course it is. It's money laundering. Uh oh. We go. Honey, See ya, episode. Honey yeah. May laundering. No, you're good. <laughs> yep. Honey <laughs> laundering. Honey <laughs> May laundering. Yes. Antine Opelosi. Yes. And her husband with the bat. Oh, once you realize <laughs> that, well this is what i'm saying like well, how ridiculous guy. is this oh. this is why i love it because i'm like when you tell me nancy pelosi's husband was beat up by a naked man <laughs> just and he's a trumper and he lived in a black place the craziest like, it's shit so insane it's so like, off the fucking i can't rails. take politics seriously it's because it's a show it is and it's amazing yeah. it's fun to talk about it's fun there are some things that are more serious that we do talk a lot about but some of this other shit, like let's just let's just make it entertainment. There's nothing yeah. you can do. You've got the shipwreck show. We've yes. got the protect your purpose show. Correct. They've got the entire fucking world show. It's yeah. a world. It's a show. It is a show. And once you realize that they actually have hired actors, Dylan Mulvaney for the show. Yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of the paid influencers Zelensky on TikTok and shit is a fucking actor. Oh yeah, do you see his? Stuff? Yeah. He How about it. that? He's an actor. Getting out there in his latex suit, dude. It's right. The most ridiculous. <laughs> These are actors. And listen, I hate to say it, and and you know, I I get, I get shit talked to me too. But Donald Trump was also an actor, yeah. um, and 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 a pretty darn good one at that. I mean, he had like the number one fucking show. He, I mean, he was acting in Home Alone mm-hmm. in the eighties and shit. Like this guy. What you? Oh, little rascals, dude. Little rascals. Like he, he's been a fucking <laughs> actor his whole, our whole, my whole life, and. We get and look at it and go, of course he can. He's a fucking actor. But again, it's one of those things that people hear. It gets sent through the conspiracy theory filter. Mm -hmm. And then they go, oh, you're just saying he's acting. No, motherfucker. He's actually an actor. Mm -hmm. He gets paid. He runs a show. He's been in movies. He gets paid to be an actor. And now he's standing in front of us. Is he acting? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe. But let's consider it. Like, let's. Let's take that at face value and say, well, he's an actor, so maybe he's acting. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's acting, but maybe he is because he's a fucking actor. We did a deep dive on Donald Trump during his presidency. I don't know now. Like, now I don't know. But then I can tell you there were some connections with him and, like, Nikola Tesla. Donald Trump's uncle had gotten the— That's right. I've heard this. Yes, and with Nikola Tesla and the time traveling stuff, the Baron Trump book. Have you guys heard about Mm -mm. that? So— baron trump oh yeah he's like some kid genius yeah and there was a book written about him long before he ever even really existed and there's just there's a lot of like sci-fi i say see and i hesitate to even say that because god knows six months this could all just come out and that'll be it but there's a lot of stuff behind the donald trump stuff that i think uh leads me to believe that 
his presidency, like him doing what he did was more about exposing and reminding people of who was supposed to have the fire. We talked about the COVID stuff, right? And we were talking about that backstage, how, you know, he, well, he's the one locked, he didn't lock everybody down. He left it up to the states and each state divided, decided individually what they were going to do. My state, the great state of Iowa did not lock down. My governor took a shit ton of heat for it. My town did. Yep. But my state did not. And so it all came trickling down to these local. And that's that was the biggest lesson I learned when Donald J. Trump was president was that my local politics matter more in my everyday that life. Major than yes. my than these federal elections, really, maybe probably more than the congressional election, like any of them. That's right. My local politics matter. My mayor came out and was like, everybody needs to wear a mask on city property. Like well, the governor says that we don't have to. Well, the governor's not in charge of that town. I'm not in charge of that. City, well, right. what the hell? I never realized you could even do that. That's right. You know, and then we had found like the kickbacks that the school boards and stuff were getting for putting in mask mandates. Like we'd figured out the bunch of that type of shit. Oh, yeah. And we, you know, and I wouldn't have figured any if Donald Trump did not become president of the United States in 2016, I would probably still to this day be asleep. I, I would be like CNN just playing in the background. I think that's true. I think that's true for a good portion of people, whether you love him or you hate him chances are you weren't paying attention until he became president. That's right. Which is why I think, yes, he's good for the country. My life was better. But when it comes to what his job was, what his part in the movie was, right? it was that. It was to wake everybody up and to get you to start paying attention to what is going on and to start pushing back. I know more parents now homeschool their kids versus sending them to school. More parents now are on the school boards versus this, where before they probably had no idea. I never went to a school board in my life, and then shortly after, I mean, sure I got my ass escorted yeah. the fuck out of a couple of them by <laughs> yep. the police. That's what I'm telling yep. you. Yep, you're, many, you're many out of here. You're going to walk out of here with us, or we're going to carry you out. You're going to mm-hmm. cuff you and take you, and I'm like, all right, you know what, you fuckers, let's go. I mean, my wife was, yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. Yeah. People took their lives back. People took their freedom. They, it's like they snapped out of it. Either they snapped out of it or they didn't, right? I think the majority of people snapped out of it. And we're like, what? A virus? Like, what are you talking about? What I have to do? What with my groceries in the garage? Like, and some people didn't. And- <laughs> Dude, I made the comment a couple <laughs> months ago. Yeah, so that made that comment. Yeah. That they, they never, never will. will. They're NPCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I we might NPCs. be wrong. NPCs. I think we might be wrong on that. I recently, over the last month or so, have seen and talked to, I mean, I'm out and about, and, and usually this is the topic of my conversations with mm-hmm. people is, you know, this shit still. Unfortunately, number one, I can't fucking believe. Like, I cannot believe. My brain has a hard time processing the way the United States of America was two years ago. I can't fucking believe that they had enough compliance to get that through. And I'm hopeful that those thoughts that I have, like my own disbelief that I lived through, my kids lived to, my, we all lived through, my own disbelief of that is an indication of, of change. Maybe the next one, whatever that may be. Maybe we all say, yeah, you tried this shit and fuck you. We already woke up. Mm-hmm. But I think there are more, uh, I'm going to say Democrats. Uh, I, I led into the show with saying that I use it as an insult because it is. Um, but I think there are more people that still now, now that it's become normal for people like us talking. I mean, we're not getting attacked like we used to mm-hmm. for, for going in and not wearing a mask. Now they're like, fuck. I, I mean... At one point in the military, they were separating us, vaccinated and unvaccinated. Yep. You had to sit in the front two rows. The vaccinated had to sit in the back two rows. 
and the unvaccinated had to be front and center in the front two rows. They were dividing us. Meanwhile, later that night at a dining out, we were all co-mingling, sitting together at the fucking table, drinking out of the same toilet bowl yep. as a ritual. Like the 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 big fucking joke. I think now there are people who kind of like the 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 silent majority. Um, I think there are people now more than ever that are Democrats, um, that are fully vaccinated, you know, with all of their boosters and all of their shit that are now going, yeah, I got every single fucking vaccine. I followed every single rule. I wore my mask. I was a good little soldier. I did everything I was supposed to do. And I got COVID three times. I was fucking late. I was, this, none of it mattered. And all they did was ruin my fucking business. I think there are more people that, although they're never going to see eye to eye on politics intentionally, I think there are more people than we're given given credit to. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I, yep. I'm. The the more time goes by, I think it's going to be more unbelievable that we actually fucking went followed thought, the arrows in Walmart. I thought people would be more mad, but they're just kind of like, well, it's over now. Now we need to, you know, make sure that our transgender. Well, but here's the thing, though it's it's not over because this is what Matt talks about too. Is what what it did is it installed like QR codes, which is a thing. Mm -hmm. And so, Oh, the infrastructure whether, is yeah. there now mm -hmm. for complete So control. what COVID did was it installed infrastructure for all the stuff that's going to come later on. Like, yeah, COVID it happened, Digital but COVID currency. isn't the thing. Digital, right. right. COVID, it was the thing that started the rest that we haven't even seen yet. We never heard of the words essential businesses or cashless society prior to COVID. Those are new words and they will never fucking go away if these people have their way yeah. cashless society do you think that this is going to continue on then do you do you think that so and this is something i ask mm. a lot of my guests too it's so a good question do you feel like we are they, we have two groups of people out here we got one group that believes that this is the great reset your georgia guidestones your Denver airports your yep. you know new world order type shit your digital currency we got another side that believe that this is the great awakening Okay, yeah. that this is more like people are going to wake up. You're going to see the dismantling of the two-party system. Eventually, you're going to see the return of, uh, of the power back to the people over the next, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. Yep. Um, so we have, we got two. And then we got me. I'm kind of in the middle because I, I think that we were headed for a new world with Obama and the Clintons and the Bushes. I think that was the agenda. That was the idea was we were supposed to go into this new world order, but it was supposed to happen over generations. And then when Donald Trump won in 2016, the whole thing just fell a fucking part. And so now you're trying to see them try to force it through really scrambling. fast, but it is not working because people are like, this is dumb. We're not, you know, we're not putting chips in our hands, Elon. We're not going to, you know, do you think that's a new world order or do you think that we are moving into a more of a new, like a great yeah. awakening? Great reset or great, great awakening. Correct. Age old. Ready? Age yep. old is at least a couple years old now. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck man. That's a really good question. Um, since I'm the host of this show, <laughs> this is I'm my show. Zach, Sorry, what Zach, this what is my doing? show. I'm gonna punt, and I want you to answer the question. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. <laughs> my name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess yeah. with the most today. Um, I want to. I I have my opinions, and they're also kind of just, you know, so I don't feel like I'm actually punting. I'd love to tell you mine, but I want to hear yours first because you're the guest. I believe that this is the Great Awakening. I believe that we I were so. we were headed for a yeah. new world order. I do. I think the Bushes. So I think this was. I I don't even know about optimistic. I just saw a lot more positive things that came out of the COVID stuff 
than the negative when in terms of these two different movements. Okay. So with the COVID stuff, yeah, it was stupid. It was crap. We all had to wear masks. Right. But what did we learn? We learned that our kids are indoctrinating our school. And we mm -hmm. learned that by the bajillions. Fuck yeah, we did. My God. I sat with these kids at the kitchen table while they zoomed these classes. And I'm like, we, what is this? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The shit they were talking about. Yep. yep. I, I learned. Um, and I think the majority of people learned that too. So there was a huge push for homeschooling after that. Yep. People found that homeschooling really worked well for them and they continued on after the yeah. fact. Um, so there, there's the indoctrination portion of it. Uh, people got to know who Bill Gates was real damn fast. Okay, yeah, so they all of a sudden they learn that Bill Gates owns a bunch of farmland here in the United States. Ruh -ruh. Bill Gates wants to come out and he wants to feed everybody, you know, this synthetic meat. Yeah, we learned all of this the stuff about Bill Gates. We had a lot of time during lockdown. We couldn't go anywhere, couldn't go anywhere. So we were locked down. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna look up shit. Research we're gonna look shit. up shit. We're gonna yep. research shit. We learned all kinds. Of, all of a sudden, all these people were learning all this stuff that that was being done on the down low that they had no idea was even going on because they were working constantly away from the home. People learned that their families did a lot better with one parent constantly being at home. And so a lot of people made the transition from having a two-income household to a one yep. and then just managing their budget that way. Figuring it out. And having their kids at home. A lot of people realized that they didn't like working a nine-to-five job, and so they quit and pursued their hobbies. They didn't quit. They were getting paid to stay home at the time because they shut down, right? Well, while they're shut down sitting at home, they're pursuing their hobbies. They're finding out they can make really good money on YouTube using, yep. using animation. They can start podcasts and do all these kind of things. People found their purpose in these lockdowns, right? People found their <laughs> people found their purpose, their purpose and their, their confidence and their courage and their strength. And they found that all, you know, through social media and through all these different things, because they weren't allowed to go and be distracted with, you know, all of the, the daily whole hum things that they were normally supposed to do. Right. Yep. It was a huge shakeup in it. And people really found their lines in the sand too. And I think that was really important. We talked a lot about people that the naysay, they're like, yeah, I know it's wrong, but we're going to do anything. Like, yeah. God, they drive me nuts. But a lot of people, myself included was like, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I'm not going like, I learned to say no in yep. this because I, and I was a people pleaser to, to the nth degree. I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Let's just put our mask on. No, I'm not fucking putting a mask on to go into Menards. Sorry. This is ridiculous. Yep. And I refuse to do it. And I encouraged other people to do the same. I think people grew, humanity as a whole grew in such an exponential way because of the COVID stuff that there is no way a new world order can get pushed in after this. There's far too many of us now. Awake. And even the people that, that, you know, lined up and put them, you know, that are the quiet, the Nate, you know, I feel like now they would kind of stand behind us at the very I least. Think you're, I agree. I think they'd stand behind us at the very, especially when we talked about backstage to the dismantling of mainstream media. Now you get your podcast people up there that, that people can hold at that same regard. They're going to yep. follow you. Yep. Sheep. I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, but sheep, they're sheep on both sides, right? Of course. They're the sheep on our side. They just need a leader. They need somebody to follow. So be the person that they can follow. And that, that person is going to be your, and the White House knows this. That's why they're hiring influencers. That's right. Be the person that somebody can follow. If you want to change the world, be the change that you want to see and let the people lead, you know, let them follow you into it. That's all they need. They don't need you to argue. That's one of the reasons I quit arguing with people. I don't need to argue with you. I'm just going to be what I want to see. And I'm hoping enough people will get behind me and come with me. And they are. Slowly, <laughs> yeah. slowly but surely we're getting there. And against so. all odds and all fights and all mm -hmm. fucking pushes and campaigns. Yeah. I agree. And I think most people 
like we talked about the the radical 10% on either side most of people are in the middle I think so. and mainstream media and influencers want to believe want you to believe that the whole world is this far right or this far left but most of us are right there in the middle so, and, and so i got a question for you guys real quick to go to go with those answers i mean if you break it down to the great reset or the gr great awakening is all of it part of the great reset yeah that's, all, all it's yeah. doing is dividing it's causing you to pick this side and pick that side and what this all did and matt talks about this a lot it divides families you lost friends because you're you're either vaccinated unvaccinated you're wearing a mask you're not wearing a mask you're white you're black you're gay you're straight you either believe in the great reset or the great it's all divisive which you can say is you know yes the great war isn't coming with missiles the great war is already happening because they're causing us to fight the war and divide so now instead of having to fight a whole country you have to fight half because the other half is already fighting. But it. that goes so, to the line. What I was saying real quick is they want you to believe it's that far apart, but it's not yeah. in reality. That's do right. you walk down the street and look at a gay person and immediately start arguing with them or a black person? I mean, like that's not society. Nobody man. gives a fuck. Right? It's not. It's the loud ones that are always the loud. Like they're the ones that get the most um, like visual visual whatever they, they get the brand deals they're the ones that are loudest they're the ones that people to pay the most attention to and that's done just like you said though that's done by design that right. is done to make you believe that there's more of them than there are of us right. hate the division that goes on uh because and this is why when we talk about democrats and republicans and liberals i won't say because i my uncle is a democrat and he's a great man he's a great man Fuck yeah my brother's want a democrat to, yeah doesn't want to mutilate puppies things you know of course they're just i, I think there are the people that are awake and then there are the people that are not. And I think that is the That's two right. categories that we're in. And we are waking up. We are. We are. That's a fact. So, yep. And as long as you keep with that, yep. the people will come. Because we had talked about this a little bit earlier. Imagine, you had said, imagine what happened. Like, when I started to wake up, I was, you know, what what is all this? Yeah. Now, you got to come here. Like, there's going to be a mass of people that are going to start waking up, too. And so, you got to be the person that they are going to come to. Or they don't come to, but be somebody that they can follow. This is that somebody that's not going to be combative or wanting to to bitch and argue with each other. Be somebody that they're going to want to. We are going to need somebody. This whole thing is going to fall apart, and it's starting with media. The mainstream media is it's done. We said I said this three years ago. I'm like, you are going to see this getting replaced by podcasters, Joe yep. Rogan's. More people tune in and listen to Joe freaking oh, Rogan. Oh, fucking by 10x. Than, yeah, than anybody ever listened to CNN. 10x. It was insane. Joe yep. Rogan is like the guy, right? Yep. More people watch Tucker Carlson's Twitter video after he left Fox News. He got more views on that video than Fox got in the entirety of, of any of their shows that they've ever done. Incredible. Isn't that insane? Yeah. And so if Tucker went on to do something independent or this is what this is the future is going to look like. And this is, it's not just going to stop there. So the media is going to be the start. And then once the media kind of gets taken over by the citizens, you're going to see those citizens start to flood into the, the different positions of government. And you're already kind of starting to see that yep. your neighbors running for these governments and different people running for Congress. Right. And it will be slow, but it will eventually start coming back to the people. And I think, those of us that have, we feel like are already awake and understanding what's going on. You had mentioned earlier, there's not enough outrage, you know, and I think you meant by the people kind of figuring it mm -hmm. out, like, why aren't they more angry? But us on this side need to be not like, I fucking told you so. Right. I more, hate we that. need to be more, We're not gonna hey, say that. we all got That's duped. Right. Yep. We all got yeah. duped. You, you are you understand now let's what what can we do together yeah it was frustrating to, to be like i just wanted to shake people all oh, right yeah, but course. now it's like you're right i hate that my people i'm like we don't say that here 
there's no I told you so you're going to wake up when That's you right. wake up and we're going to accept you regardless. Yeah, because also the people Fuck who got yeah. duped vaccinated their children so they're already Fuck feeling man. bad yeah, they're I feeling know. terrible so don't don't add to their and scared there are yeah. very and very scared. very few people that did not get duped i mean there are very few i mean yeah. you in, may in be some, in was, some regard i was not duped from day one in some you regard. may be a part of like the point zero 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 one percent i can confidently say i was not duped since day one but i can also confidently and i was always a skeptic but I can also confidently say that there was a period of time, call it a week, call it a couple of days, whatever it was, where I went, maybe we should be careful. And if you thought like you were duped and all the way to the worst case scenario, and I, I of course, I welcomed myself into the community of, of, of us, but we have to accept them. We have we to do. meet. We have to. We don't have a choice. And it's the right thing to do. If That's what they don't understand i say they for the people who are not awake they think we're some radical right-wing trumpers that mega uh, yeah that one i just laugh whenever people call me oh that. it's, it's so like, fucking my content there's nowhere in my content that shows you that i'm a mega yeah wrong I, or or a trumper right. i voted for trump that's it like that's the it. amount of people that yep. turned on me simply because of who i voted for an election was astounding i didn't even vote for him in the first election I didn't even vote in the first election. Yeah, I, I voted I, and left the president. I couldn't decide Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump took a picture of it because I was like, I want this to go down in history because I know what these fuckers think right. of me and they're wrong. I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to bubbling in that fucking circle. So I, I just left way. a blank. I said I'd rather be a no vote in a Florida in a swing state. Anyway, listen, I want to take a quick break. Yep. Let's take a quick break. Yes, Let's go sir. check on him. We'll pick up with uh, Tucker when we get back. Okay. One, two, three, break. Hey, you're a really great guest. Good job. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. You do this, though. <laughs> I do do this. Yeah. It's, I do uh, do. You do. You do, do, do. do. I love saying do do. our first uh, solo single thing for years after COVID. Hoorah. I know. This was oh, like when are. I started, like I did, we did the guest thing. I had reservations about doing the solo shows. I talked to Sonia about it a little bit. And I'm like, what do you think? I said, we need to start doing these. She's like, well, just do one and see how it goes. And the first solo she did went really, really well. And um, she's like, yeah, these probably going to have to be a thing. And I'm like, all right. I didn't think I could. I, I thought I needed energy to bounce off or people to bounce off of. But turns out that when you talk politics, there's just all kinds so of I, I haven't, content. So I haven't things. listened to a ton, but the the one I did, I mean, it was really, yeah. I, yeah. Your energy was great. I think wow, it was awesome, actually. It. You're one of those people. I mean, you, you led into the show with it. I, I'm the same. Bad listener. Love. Yeah to just go off on a fucking tear um and i think those solo so I, good yeah. choice good choice on the picture there dude hey there he is <laughs> oh, that's your president. brandon yeah that's your president brandon himself welcome welcome to the show brandon sleepy joe biden this is another reason i don't believe that we are in the great uh what not the great awakening but the reset this weird we can't be because if we were in the great reset and would have picked someone better than him they why wouldn't they have picked Colin? listen i've asked this once and the answers were not what i was hoping for why didn't they pick kamala harris because she could have pulled off the part she is the left sweat dream right she is just she's everything that they would have wanted if the president if we're in the great reset why did they pick joe biden and if joe biden isn't joe biden and we're in the great reset and bad people are in charge then why do they keep making Joe Biden look like such a clown? Right? I think it's intentional. It is mm-hmm. intentional because yeah. we're not, they're not, bad guys are not in charge. Well, I think they wanted to, to portray weakness to convince the world that America can't be dependent on anymore. I think they wanted this fucking hollow brain, goofball, child sniffer, weirdo 
who can't fucking form a thought who may or may not be an actual clone to clone. Yeah. To, to parade across the fucking stage and make us look foolish to, so the world Mm -hmm. could actually buy in to the United States being weak and powerless. I think if there is an answer to why they would choose this bonehead to be their guy is he will be the best fall guy in the history of the world because he's just an old hollow brain can't function geriatric can't that ride a makes bike. us all look weak i think that i'm not so that's like when the people come at me and they tell me that we need to be watching china and we need to be watching russia and we need to be i don't think we need to be afraid of these countries at all mm-hmm. because i don't i just can't i can't see how that can happen in such a short period of time. The president has power, right? But we all know the power really resides in Congress. We all know the power really resides in your local government, the power of our military, right? The power of these people that I just, I don't, I just don't see it. You're not buying it. it. I'm not buying it. I think that there are, are, I think what you're seeing is a great awakening. And I think the idea behind it is that you have to see how bad it really is could possibly get uh, listen I, I love your optimism with this because there certainly is two ways mm-hmm. of, do, of looking at this i told my wife this early on i mean two years ago where my wife said f- fearfully asked me like what do we do like where do we go if if we lose our freedoms can we flee the country and we're looking at it and my wife says well if all this shit goes down where do we go and i said unfortunately honey this is where people go. We, we, we were one of the fortunate ones that were born into this. Like you want to talk about born a certain way privilege. We as fucking Americans were born into this. This is where people go. And if this goes away, but it hasn't gone away. That's, yeah. that's the point and that that's I try what, to drive yeah. home to people. Cause then people will argue with me. They'll be like, well, what about the vaccine mandates? Like they mand, yeah, but they didn't kick down your door and they didn't make you take them. And there's a universal law that tells you, you cannot mess with people's free will. There That's was right. nobody messed with your free will. Nobody forced you to take anything. Nobody forced a mask on you. That's nobody right. forced you to send your kids to school in a mask. You had options. You had choices. You chose. It was a hard choice. And I'm empathetic to that. Yeah. I am, fuck yeah. It was absolutely a hard, a hard quitting your job over a vaccine. It's a hard choice. Yep. Putting your family in financial ruin in order to not take a vaccine is a hard choice. Yeah. You had a choice. Everybody in the United States of America has a choice. That's right. That's it, right. They, they're the choices aren't easy, but you, and that's where like we're different from China or Russia. You don't like, have they, a fucking choice. They don't have a choice. Like they will come to your house, knock on the door, and you will have to line up or they'll shoot you. They'll like, kill you. That's in China. Yeah. I don't know about Russia, but in China, that's at least that's what we're being told. That's the way they are. Well, that's the other it's end of this. Like that if you fucking comply long enough, if we do that's this long, will happen. that's the Correct. end game. We like, lose choice. There's no way that that's going to. That's right. There's no way that can happen now. There's too many people that are awake. You, I love your optimism. And, and that's is. so that's why I told my wife back to that is I, I said, honey. There is a positive to come from this. And it was hard to see through. And it still is. It still is hard to fucking get your mindset. And I love that you position yourself that way. But that's what I told my wife was, listen, there's a positive coming from this. There are more people awake now than ever in our lifetime. This shit has been going on for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. And no one knew about it. The only people that understood even a little bit of it were the, were the conspiracy theorists, were the ones that were just 
chosen as the radical wackos that couldn't be taken seriously and needed to seek well, mental anti-vaxxers used to be something you made oh, fun of and now well, you're like well, i, did I too. fucking get it i did of too course. i i was harsh I so was did like, i yeah, my kids were vaccinated right up of until 2019 yep same <laughs> then they were i was like oh yeah no we're not doing that we're, one of them too. we're not, a we're not doing any nope. more period in this Zero. house that's right and we had a backup plan if if uh mr shipwreck's work had come in because there was some talk about it and i was like well you're gonna leave it is what it is we're not gonna do this that's right that's what we did and it's not me being an asshole it's i have i have got i i was diagnosed so i was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2024 no shit and so i've been in and out of the medical system for a bajillion years and had some really awful experiences with medications doctors just all kinds of crap and so when then the COVID, and i think this was a big part of my bias with the COVID stuff because i'm like I'm already kind of leery of big pharma as it was. Yep. And to see them come out and be like, well, you kids could be ace because they came out and they were like, kids, the kids aren't, aren't affected by COVID and COVID is not going to hurt your kids. But then to see them come out with a jab. And that was the first thing they went after was the kids because they have asymptomatic, like the, fucking the whole thing was ridiculous. Yep. And that didn't have anything to do with my politics. I wasn't even awake. I wasn't paying attention. Just my common sense, which I'm pretty sure I got from my dad was like, no, this is dumb. No like, we're, not, we're not doing this is dumb. Yep. And I was so surprised to be one of the very few people that got that way really quick, really, really early on. I mean, like, no, we're not doing this. But I, I, I can't. Too many good, positive things have come out of this. So many people have gone off grid and stopped eating out at restaurants, stopped buying, you know, Shit for food, right? And growing their own food, and starting yes. their own little mini farms, and some black people found, you know, TikTok fame, doing things that they love That's to do. Right. And so they gave up their nine to five, and now they can do this stuff just on creator fun. Like, and that is. I think that's that's far more incredible than the detrimental stuff that came from COVID. And I, I just I can't believe that this is a new world order. And then the Georgia Guidestones, they struck by light. Somebody bombed. Somebody bombed. Somebody them. blew them up. Somebody blew them up. They were all the, the Georgia Guidestones were the Great Reset. And yep. then some dude blew him up and we never found out who it was. And just, we just, they tore, go, we tore him down and that's it. <laughs> they go, but there's no way. So now we've got no new Testament. We've got nothing. We're just going to keep going. It's going to keep getting more radical and more weird, I think. But eventually you're going to see like, it's almost gonna be like a zit. It's going to pop and it's going to be done. I love that perspective because it's so hard that's to great. find positivity people are negative i think people thrive they love their negativity of course they just do of I course why. i love that I, I know it's an option i know it's a possibility and that was what i ended up telling my wife honey there's mm -hmm. some really positive coming out of this no there is a great reset it is underway we're watching it mm -hmm. but there is also a great awakening and there are more people me included that would have otherwise been like oh this is a political game no not fuck that mm -hmm. but and once you and I want to want to hop into Tucker real quick, but once you see it, you can't unsee it anymore. Yeah, you just can't, and you can try. You can you can want to like I want to go back to sleep. I want to go back to the days where I could just play CNN in the of background, course. yeah, and not even think about this stuff. Yep. But I can't, and I won't. I I had I was back and forth with this a couple times. Where I'm like, I'm just fucking done with this. Like yeah. you people are mean. I have no reason to come up here and do this. Yep. There's I'm not getting anything out of this. Like I could just leave. Fuck you then. Yep. But I can't. I can't go back to sleep. I can't. I can't. We've said once you once you look at it through the lens of a a movie like we've yeah. talked about, it makes that's all, all the sense. you will ever see. Yeah. Yep. It's just a bunch of actors. Yep. Could you imagine? So now picture it. So we're going into twenty twenty four, right? If you are of the of the mindset that this is a movie, so we're in the middle of the movie now. Donald Trump, he's got indicted. 
they got him. He's going to go to jail, yep. right? He's got to go to court. Well, while he's doing this court and this stuff, right, which he's going to be doing. Of course. He's also going to be running for president, right? And he's so, you're donating money to him because he is. He's sounds going like a to, fucking movie. It's a movie. So <laughs> then <laughs> his next, so then his it final. actually sounds like Black Sheep. His well, final yeah, day <laughs> is going to be a late October 2024. Election day is November 2024. Late October 2024. Maybe even into November 2024. Ooh. You're going to see him come out of that courthouse vindicated, right? Yeah. He's going to get in his motorcade, motherfucking drive back to Mar-a-Lago <laughs> and accept his presidency because he will have won. <laughs> if that happens, then you will know. You will know that this is a movie. Another way that you will know that is if this is a great awakening versus the great reset is if Robert F. Kennedy is is wins the primary for the Democrats because the elitists hate him them both. The elitists hate Trump. They hate Robert F. Kennedy. They hate them both. How are you going to cheat? How are you going to cheat? you got a Democrat that's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. you got Donald J. Trump. News hates them both. Fucking media hates them both. The elitists hate them both. The swamp hates them both. How are you going to look? Or how are you going to cheat? Why would you cheat? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? If, those, if he makes it in there and it turns out to be those two running for the president of the United States in 2024. Who's got your vote? Uh, that RFK? I'm not going to. I'm not going to say yet because I haven't dug deep enough into RFK. So I'm not going to say yet. And people, for some reason, hang a lot of their hat on who I'm going to vote for. I don't know why. Sure. Like, what does it matter? Because people love you. They, they appreciate they wanna, you. They, they appreciate you. my opinion. Yeah, they appreciate your opinion. I don't you tell know the yet. truth. And that's that's mm-hmm. what I keep telling them. I don't know yet. Good. And so, but if they, then you're going to know because then the power, regardless of who wins, power is going to be given back to the people. It just is. There's no other way around it. Do you know Dr. Ben Tapper? I have heard you know of Doctor he Ben Tapper. I yes. should introduce you to him. He's a he's a friend of mine, friend of the show. He's actually been a guest on the show. Okay, first guest. Um, yeah, he was our first guest. Um, he is a chiropractor. Um, he actually took an early fight for the the against the mandates. Okay, um, a sort of a holistic is he on doctor. Media? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he had a he had a uh, disinformation doesn't. He was one of those, and he had that blow up at the the city council meeting or something that went yeah. viral. That's kind of how he okay started. So off. he had a viral hit, and yeah, and and he the Biden administration labeled him as one of the disinformation dozen, eighty percent of all, yeah, whatever the fuck it was. Right. But um, he's actually wrapped up in a lawsuit, um, teamed up with RFK, and is 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 fighting the good fight. Um, but anyway, he's a he's a guy I probably want to introduce you to. Yeah, um, he'd be a good I, guest on your show. I mean, he'd have a lot of fun on my show for sure. I, I just let him open, but like, tell me all about and it. And he's a guy. Tell yep. me all about it. Yep, he's a guy who would do it. He loves to tell you all about it. I yeah. would, and I'd love to hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, the RFK Junior stuff. So we researched that too. There's a uh, some documentation out there that suggests that the Trumps and the Kennedys are related, like familiar yeah, ones. Dude, what the fuck? I've heard that. So and JFK Junior. Yes, this is so the Kennedys is so hard. JFK Jr. and Donald Trump were really, really, really good friends. Really hung out a lot. There was a whole thing about it. Um, so <clears throat> that's why I said, like, if the RFK and he's and I like RFK because he's staunchly against the jab. Like he's he's not only staunchly against the mandates, he's staunchly against all of it. Like he wants it, the big pharma, and that's one of my my where he's gonna win my heart because I hate big pharma. I hate all of them. I hate it. I hate what they do to people. I hate the way they treat people. How, do, how does he win the Democratic ticket then? Then it would definitely have that's to how, be a show. That's how you're going to know. Because there's wins, no way any Democrat wants him to be if there. He, and they're already calling him out. If he wins, then you're going to know who's actually in charge is the good guys. I don't know who the good guys are. 
but it's going to be good guys because regardless of what happens, their views on things are pretty similar. And RFK Jr. is pretty, um, aside from the climate change shit, he's pretty common sense with stuff. So regardless, it doesn't matter. Like everything's going to. You, you right think people. if it's a Trump RFK fight, it's a lose-lose for the bad guys, so win-win for the good guys, Correct. and Trump RFK represent the good guys. Correct. There whatever was... the fucking show is, whether they're controlled or not, whether whatever it is, and I think there's kind of an element of of control in everybody. I mean, absolutely. There's an element of control in us. Absolutely. You can call us controlled opposition if you want, but we speak pig Latin right. and we fucking remove midget jokes from our fucking show yeah. as to not get censored. I mean, that's an element of control, and when you bring, you know, the highest level of financial incentive into the picture i mean i think everyone's kind of controlled well everybody has their own opposition too i mean maybe i yeah. i don't know i don't know that i consider myself controlled well no yeah i'm definitely not controlled i, I don't fight know. against it shit i get into fights with my wife <laughs> zach's wife about <laughs> I, if i want to say the word retard i don't care who i offend like right. i'm sorry that i i wouldn't I'm not going to go picking on people. Right. Like if you have a mental disability, you can bet your fucking ass. I'm not going to walk up right. to you and say the word retard and say you're a retard and pick on people. But if I want to say the word retard, if I want to tell my kids, don't be a retard, mm -hmm. I'm sorry that I offended you. But like we talked earlier, that's a you problem. It's that's, not a me problem. When we've talked, so we've been doing the show, like I said, this last two years, going into two years now, I'm, We've talked a lot about, we've had a couple sponsorships and things like that come and, and kind of fall out, but that's a big part of it. It's like, if I want to yeah. take this to that kind of level, like I almost can't do that you without a sponsor. Listen. What are you going to do? As this even continues on, even with the, your, your, you know, your other uh, news outcasts like Daily Wire and things like that, you're almost going to kind of see that start to fall off too. You are really going to see people focusing on their favorite podcasters. And I think financially- you're going to see people start spending their money there, spending their money there versus spending their money, you know, on, on things like, like with the daily wire subscriptions, daily wire, or even Fox news. Right. I had one guy who just started his membership. He was paying for the Fox news first app or whatever. Tucker left. He canceled it and he gave it to me. I thought that was cool as shit. I'm a, I will forever be yeah, humbled. I think that's super fucking good. I will yeah, be forever awesome. humbled by a lot of yeah, this of too. Course. Like, Especially during an economy this time, you're going to come in even with, you know, the five dollars. You're like, going to give me you're going to just for existing, just for money. being yeah. here on camera saying what I'm saying that is forever going to humble me. But I think and you're going to see this transition into more of that and less of the sponsorship deals as well. So that's something I want to talk about. Let's hop into this quick. Sure. I and we've talked off camera and off the air, but. I want to I want to talk to the audience about this. I want to talk to you about it more in depth. I think we agree. And I think we all agree that Tucker and his whatever his departure looks like from Fox, mm -hmm. whatever it is, like we spoke, there's a great awakening also. And I, I think most of us who I mean, I, for one, used to watch Fox. Um, I would watch CNN just so I can see what these fucking wackos are talking about. And then I would watch Fox and all of a sudden they started to kind of I didn't even know there was a difference. Yeah. At the time, I was like. <laughs> They, they all of a sudden started. It was just like, holy shit. There's, they're saying the same fucking shit with a different spin. But I was one of those ones that I held on and it, I stopped watching Tucker also, but uh, it, it landed me on literally, I only was attached to Fox news or, or could be called a viewer for his show mm -hmm. um, that eventually faded also. And I don't watch any news at all, any mainstream media at all. 
But I think um, I think what we're seeing right now with whatever his departure looks like is the last fucking thread that people were hanging on to to Fox, which is the last thread to mainstream media, I think, that people were hanging on to is now gone. That started in 2020 because Fox News called the election before. So Fox News That's called right. the election and people were fired the fuck up for right. months. And they held on for <clears throat> Tucker and Tucker only. When he leaves, I believe, and, and I think you may agree, this may be the end of mainstream media as we know it. Yeah, you'll see them start to fizzle. It's going to get Texas. So Fox's, their stocks have dropped and people are leaving by the by the the, the thousands, right? Yep. CNN, you know, they already had struggling ratings with yep. their bullshit. But you're you're seeing those people leave. You know, Tucker was the last thing that they had. You're right. They paid for Tucker. For now Tucker. Tucker's gone. And if Tucker starts up something independently on his own, just like James right, O'Keefe, yeah. he, he'll be able to just roll on people's donations, right? I, I watch Tucker for entertainment. I have the of the mindset to use mainstream media for entertainment or information, but I have to be you have to be cognitive enough to remove the bias Great bullshit. Assault. That's right. Yeah. To just get the information but remove the bias from it. But like Tucker, I strictly watch Tucker for entertainment. I come to Tucker for news. And man, he was he made fucking me laugh. entertaining. He just made me, yeah, yeah, he made me laugh. Like, and yep. and that was it. I didn't use Tucker for much else other than that. But you are you're going to see this. This is where the power of the media is given back to the people. Yeah. Because as we continue to get bigger, I have to direct my content to what my people want to see. Sure. So my people, they don't want to talk about Ukraine and Russia and China. They don't care. They don't live there. I'm thankful for that because I don't know a lot about international politics. So that they want to talk about Tucker Carlson leaving Fox News. They want to talk about Java the Hutt on TikTok. You know, I can cover that all in a very professional, almost mainstream type of way with content that is directed towards what they want to know. What also this helps a lot with is the limiting of information that they need to know. And this is where a lot of people, I get a lot of people that thank me a lot for what I do. There is a 24 hour news cycle. So there's constantly breaking news over Constant. and over and over and over and people get overwhelmed and they are already mentally ill thanks to COVID, thanks to life. Yeah. And Thanks then you the start propaganda. Yeah, you start worldwide. throwing fear porn at them constantly over nukes here in Russia. And, and it's like people get overwhelmed. But now people know that they don't have to watch any of that. They just got to come watch me on Tuesdays. I'll take out any bullshit I don't think they need to know, you know, and I'll just talk about what I think they do need to know. And that just limits a lot of the overwhelmness that I think a lot of people get when it comes to the media and stuff. And I do. I think you're going to see a lot of, of podcasters are able to do the same thing. People are going to pick their people. They're going to pay those people because they do appreciate what they do. Yep. And you're going to see the rest of this fall to the wayside. And that's going to be the first step of many of a, of a greater awakening. So here's my question. Though. I love that. And I'd be interested in seeing both, hearing both of your opinions. But why would Fox News do that? Like they, they have to have known Tucker Carlson was the driving force in a lot of their viewership. Yeah. Budweiser has to know that a lot of their their money comes from people that are not going to agree with them putting a transgender woman on, on their advertisement. Is it, is there, is there bigger paychecks coming from other sources? Do they really give a shit if they go under? Cause they're getting paid either way. Like why I mean, refuse to believe they're, they're naive enough to think that was going to help them. Sure. I have my opinion, but I'll hear yours. Hear the so yeah, all go. of the media companies are owned by the same two and three families, two and three companies, you know, the story, right? Of course. Okay. So there's that. There's also something called, and I can't remember, but it's a, it's a wokeness score. 
So this score is created by those those companies, and it's a score that companies need to hit in order to get bonuses, right? And the wokeness score is basically how woke can you get? This is what happened with Bud Light. Somebody found out. So Bud Light ran the campaign with Dylan Mulvaney in order to make a dent on their their score well, their on score this scoring. Skyrocketed after that. So their that score skyrocketed. Got their bonuses, but their they're stocks, fucking monetary their money tanks. It went far. In my opinion, it went far to the wayside. They're not. It isn't gonna. You don't think they're gonna recover. balance out? I don't think they will. I heard you say that. I'm sorry. They already. Uh, they already put the with the, not the CEO, but the the marketing director. Yeah, the she gone. She yeah. gone. Yeah. So is her boss. Yep. Yeah. yeah they, both of them. Are they gone. thought that that was going to be enough, but it's not. People are done. People are done with the wokeness. But there's a scale that they need to hit in order yep. to get bonuses from these companies that own them. So this is part of it. Fox News is on that scale as well, right? So there are rules that the media, specifically these anchors and these hosts, they have to follow. And a lot of those rules are supposed to align with a more woke agenda mm-hmm. and not leaning into the misinformation, which became kind of a, one of those trigger words. That the information. Was misinformation. The, like the, they call me a misinformation spreader because That's I, what I'm yeah. saying. Yes, I call it, you an information Information, spreader. right. <laughs> they, there are certain things they can't talk about. So when JFK, when the CIA just declassed all those files, Tucker was one of the first ones that went through him. He went right at him. So that was one of. So he was just going rogue on Fox News. Basically, That's what a lot of people are thinking happened. And then when the J6 stuff hit and McCarthy gave and then and I think he was I that's why when you asked me backstage if Tucker was a good guy, I think he wanted to be. I think he wanted to. How are they airing that shit? Well, hold on. So the wokeness conversation. Here's here's the reason. I'm interested. And this is where they say follow the money. We can go on with that. It's follow the power. But. Um, and it's for not the money. It's for the power. They can fucking print money out of thin mm-hmm. air. They do it. It's not money. They, they It's power and it's control. However, the the power and the control for the, the wokeness score, as you described it, is based on the people who are paying for advertisement spots. The more fucking woke you are, the more the corporate world, the, the massive corporations that are controlling all the information are making money. Therefore, they want to advertise with the wokest companies because that's where their money is going to go. And the less woke you are, the less advertisement dollars you can get. So I believe, right along with what you said, is although he was going to take their whole fucking audience if they let him go, he's not making any money because nobody's... The the pharmaceutical companies are not paying to advertise on Tucker's show. Right, he's not making any... He's not making any money. He's bringing an audience, but they're not fucking selling good advertisements for it. So Fox probably looked at that and said, "Mm, he's going to lose half of our audience, but we can't get any big-time fucking advertisers on that spot. So even if we lose half of our fucking audience and get double the the revenue, double the the, the marketing and the advertisement revenue for that, we're still going to be okay as we build, but I think you might be right. I don't understand. I think they'll never build back from it like Bud Light. I will never understand that either. So why are you going to advertise to a bunch of people that don't believe in your biblical bullshit? It's fucking ridiculous. That's what like you're because they don't understand what's going on. So we're going to let Pfizer come in and we're going to advertise during what I think it was the Grammys. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? Brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah, brought to you by Pfizer. But everybody knows not to take this. Even Hollywood knows not to take it. And the ones that did aren't breathing anymore. Like what? I'll never understand that with advertising. What's the point of having a primetime advertising spot if nobody wants to use your shitty product anyway? As a side rant. Fuck. I never understood it. Like Propaganda. Pro, it's a, it's a pro- programming. Uh, if you say it enough, you say it enough, you say it enough, you say it enough. 
you pound it into their head. I think they when understand you, that. When you do need it, you, that'll be the first That's thing right. they thought of. Yep. I think it's just a campaign, a, a propaganda campaign that they fully believe in. And we, you said it early on the show. Like, they're fucking in a full-blown scramble. Right. They're scrambling. We're watching them. They're as sloppy as they've ever been. Full court press. Full court press because they understand that more and more of us are using our voice. Um, Tucker, as he and and you launched it when um when he was doing it, which I appreciated. That's where I actually got the information was your your show and your content. Was that Tucker broke his silence and I was like, oh shit, she's right. Let me watch that. I watched the full video, and I think his words were so and, and as always so well crafted and pointed, mm-hmm. right in the right direction to get his his message across without actually crossing the lines that are going to get him fucking sued or canceled or or whatever it is right but it was as long as our voices could still be heard there is hope like yeah yeah. as long as we can still use these words as long as we can still say the truth that more and more people are 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 experiencing and understanding we we have hope and i love that you brought that message to this show because my audience and i'm guilty of being pessimistic and wanting to tell people, no, motherfuckers, don't believe what they're telling you. Prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, get a water source and and get food. And when, sh- dude, when shit comes down, like, just be prepared. You better use your, if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. Use your right to free speech. Go buy a fucking gun. Go buy an ammo. You're afraid of the gun? Don't buy ammo. Go get trained. Like, use your rights. And I almost, I mean, after every show, we ask, we don't want to sound like alarmists. We just want to sound like truth tellers. Like, hey, do the right thing. And oftentimes it could be taken negatively. And I love that you brought such a positive light yeah. to it. Like, Thank you for the breath of fresh air. Yeah, I think well, <laughs> for real. Important. I mean, there's, there's, that is the one thing that too that's going to set us apart. I think from a lot of uh, different podcasters and things. And like, I like Dan Bongino. I didn't watch him an awful lot, but I like Dan Bongino. Yeah, sure. I love Tucker. Tucker made me laugh. This is I like I, when I hear trying to talk about this stuff. I kind of geared after Tucker because like he could be talking about the worst shit, but he's like, he it's laughed. not just they, insane. Yep. It's just in insane. And I'm like, you know what? That just makes me feel better about what's going I on. Agree. I can't change any of it. Mm-hmm. I can't change Russia maybe nuking like God. I can't even say that out loud. Like with a straight face, mm-hmm. I can't change any of it. But I can be like, yeah, that's kind of funny. Like, <laughs> you know, I got that sense of humor. I want that's how I want to be. And I think if if we have enough of mainstream media spreading fear porn, and there's no point in me coming out here and screaming at you about things that are going on. And and like Alex Jones, I like Alex Jones too, but he's also another one that he's he's an, an alarmist and what are we gonna do? And we have to do this. And and it's like you don't give everybody a solution, right? You come out here with a bunch of problems and you, you come out here and you threaten people with World War Three, but you don't give them any solutions. Right. You gonna come out here and, and scare the shit out of these people with COVID, right? And and you don't give them, you know, any solutions. You don't give them, any, and I can't stand that. I I'm. So Have I you ever heard of the IDS that. method? <laughs> what is that? No. Identify, discuss, and solve. We'll talk about it on a, on, a, on a later date. I'll tell you all about it. But um, listen, I think uh, I think as we move to wrap the show, I I, I want to highlight again the the level of optimism. We try to bring value. I'm going to ask you one question. I want to know what your purpose is. So think about it for a second. But as we move to wrap, I want everyone to leave this show understanding that there is positivity in it. If we can just approach all of the bullshit that we are facing, and it's it's at levels that we've never experienced before, it's scary levels, 
And it is scary. It's obvious. It's scary. And a lot of people are scared out of their fucking minds what to do. But if we can approach things with this level of positivity and optimism and just have level-headed conversations and, and respect each other's opinions, which some suck, some don't, some are great, some aren't, whatever it is, we have hope. And as long as we fight and say what the fuck we want to say and say what we believe, even if we're wrong, like if you're wrong, how many times do you do live shows? <laughs> We've been wrong. You've been wrong, <laughs> right? It's We've okay. Been wrong a little bit. Fuck it. It's okay. How you, you learn. You don't crucify someone who is wrong. You welcome them back in. And if you're wrong, it say you're, you're wrong. wrong. Just say you're wrong. Say like, you're wrong. Fuck, you know what? I was wrong. Get Shit. Of, Let me fix that. Fucking egos, man. Yeah. Right. Let it all go. So I, I appreciate your your candor. I appreciate the positivity, the positivity you brought to our show. Um, I hope that you come back on. But before I let you go, yes, we have one question we ask all of our guests, and I want to know what your purpose is. It might spark another conversation, but uh, I want to know what is your purpose. You mentioned it a couple times throughout the show. Obviously, it drives you, but tell us about your purpose. This is my purpose. This is a purpose I never knew I even needed or wanted in my life. I never thought that this would be something that I would be doing as a job, much less, you know, um, as my purpose, this is to come out here and to talk to people every week, um, about things that are going on and to, to build that community of people. So people don't feel alone to build that, that almost kind of like that. We talked about it earlier, like that leadership, like just be some, be the change you want people to Hell see, yeah. be that person. This is my purpose. I said a lot with that, you know, and, and, um, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I am supposed to be out here doing this and, yeah. and I have to keep learning and I have to keep growing and I keep changing things as things change. But being in front of being out here with my folks, you know, my people, and then raising our kids, like, you know, us, both of us raising our kids to understand the game and to make sure that they grow up thinking for themselves. And that never changes. Like that's, that's a big part of, of all of this and my purpose in this. So that's my purpose. And I, I'll defend it to the ground. I will, <laughs> I'll fight anybody for you it. You will protect your I purpose. I will protect my purpose yeah, with everything that I have. Hell yes. I love that. So, Holy shit. Yeah. So cool. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Shipwreck. Listen, you can follow her, like, subscribe, do all that shit to, to not only our show, but her show on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, um, all the things. YouTube, TikTok, where, where, where do they, where do they find you? It'll get canceled. Yeah, tell us where to find you. Shipwreck. So it's just Shipwreck Show, and we're on everything. If you type in Shipwreck Show on everything, you'll find us. It does. Where, I did it earlier. Except Clapper. All the things. I'll never go back to Clapper. No Clapper. That's for another Different time. show. You got to come back and tell time. us about it. Son of a bitch. Yes. Yes. Well, listen, follow her, subscribe, support her. She is a, a true fighter uh, and a steward of freedom. It's um it's important to us. We have we have a very similar purpose. Um, I appreciate you so much, and thank, thank you. you all for yeah, of course. Thank you all for listening. And as always, find your purpose, serve your purpose, and protect your purpose, people. Thank you. Thank you. One, two, three. One, two, three.